What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's going on, guys? You got uh, just Schaefer tonight. You just have me, Padres over the Cubs, 5 nothing. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my last 24 hours coming up at some point here on the wrap-up show as well. Uh, nice bounce back to finish off a series in which you hope for more coming into the series. But to get a split after falling behind in the series two games to one, well, you can only do that when you fall behind two games to one. So Padres salvage a split. I thought Blake Snell was really good. I thought Manny Machado needed a night like tonight. And it's not a night to really overreact and say, here we go. They've turned this thing around. There's a lot of there's a lot of baseball to be played, obviously. And we're still waiting for that stretch where they win 7 of 8 or they win 10 of 13. But tonight, Padres did something they needed to do, which is pick up a win after all the everything that was negative yesterday. We'll get into some of Juan Soto's comments, what he said yesterday post game, what he intended to say, what he meant by it. Um, but well pitch game, enough offense. At Petco Park, five runs. It's like 15 runs everywhere else. So Padres over the Cubs here on the wrap-up show, 5 nothing. As you get as you get in, please subscribe, all right? Year-round Padres content. Um, smash the like button for me as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Thank you for your support of the channel, seriously. Um, nice to see the Padres shut out the Cubs here tonight, 5 nothing behind Blake Snell. If you want to support the channel, if you want to make sure I get your comment, interact with your comment, Click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. And if you'd like to become a member of the channel, you can click join as well down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges. Uh, it'll be an interesting week. I'm going to be here for a couple of days. Jim will be here for the couple of days. I have to do the show solo today. Jim was traveling. Uh, Jim's going to do our radio show solo the next couple of days as well. Um, so interesting week. Good to be with you guys and good to have the wrap-up show back. We didn't have one Sunday night. I'll get into that Um in a moment, but yeah, we're doing an early wrap-up show. Thank you, Crazy Crazy Raider Rad, for hanging out. Uh, the AI edition of Jim Russell, thanks for hanging out. Jeff the Crusher, I'm with you, man. One in a row, that's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, Jim, what's going on, man? Um, yeah, and you do have to start somewhere, Anna. You're right, 100% right. You have to start somewhere, and to get a win at home where they've really struggled, um, and to score some runs at home on a cool evening where you have the overcast skies, you have Marine Layer, uh, Matt Carpenter nearly hit a grand slam five minutes ago. Uh, they could have scored more than five runs in this game. They had chances to easily score six, seven, eight runs in this game. But you'll take five uh, when you don't allow a run. Andy Green managing opposite the Padres. Maybe that's the good luck the Padres needed. Uh, Moises, good to have you here. Um, great to have the wrap-up show back, no question. Yeah, Jim is traveling, I believe, theoretically. Um, so, yeah, no Jim tonight. And Moises, I'm with you. I mean, all, all wins are basically good especially at this point in the season where you're just trying to hang on and you're still four games under 500 and you're 60 games into the season. Omar, what's going on from Victoria, BC? Uh, let us know, guys, where you're watching from here tonight, whether you're here live or on replay. Um, I am actually in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, believe it or not. Um, my dad's undergoing some uh, unexpected operation tomorrow, actually. So I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for the next 48 hours. I'm going to travel back Wednesday night. 
Uh, it is midnight here. That's why I went with the earlier show because it's about to be midnight. Uh, I'm actually just north of Fort Lauderdale, but that's why I'm here. Um, and so it's gonna be an interesting little week coming up, but appreciate you guys hanging out with us here tonight. Um, all right, I'm going to get to the Super Chats and um, I'm going to react to, you know, a, a good Padres win that I don't think we need to overreact to, but I think it is important to react to what we saw here tonight is Gary Sanchez homers and maybe we saw second half Snell a little early here in June, not July. We saw Fernando Tatis Jr. in center field because of back spasms from Trent Grisham. We saw Manny Machado's defense and the offense. Uh, we'll react to Juan Soto's comments. 21st sellout of the season, by the way, guys. 21st sellout. Cubs offense was lifeless. I think they went from the second inning to the eighth inning without a hit in this game. Bogart's health we need to talk about. Um, And I think I saw Robert Suarez in the dugout, which was encouraging as well. Um, Okay. So, yeah, as you make your way in, please subscribe here on Padres content for you. Um, All right. Let's start with Jim. He's not even here, but we'll start with the AI edition of Jim, who says, nice to see Manny get a few hits. Yeah, there is no question about it. Um, You know, he came back from the hand a few days ago. He had hit a couple of balls hard. He didn't have a lot to show for it over the first couple of days since returning. And then today, you know, he kind of breaks through. Now, he didn't have the power here today, but he hit some balls hard. He had three singles, a little bit of like a duck snort early for a single, but that's how sometimes a player like Manny Machado can get going. He scored three runs in this game. You know, three for four, three runs scored. This is the Manny Machado we've seen a lot. I mean, we saw that routinely in 2022. And to get a game like that, three for four, to know that the power is going to come, he's still waiting on that. You know, when you look at that on base and slugging, that's something that has lacked, you know, and failed Manny Machado so far this year. But it starts somewhere. And a three-hit game with three runs scored is super encouraging from Machado. Um, I like what the middle of the order did here tonight. Gary Sanchez, what a blessing he's been for the Padres. Even his foul balls are hit hard. I think he had a 405-foot foul ball here tonight. I hit a couple of foul balls that would have been home runs, I think. Uh, Jay Cronenworth. In this game, um, had an RBI. So you look at Machado, Cronor, Sanchez, and when you get nothing out of Odor, Tatis, or Soto, they come out to go 0 for 12 in this game. He scored five runs and could have scored more. Um, I think it's encouraging. And then Matt Carpenter, I thought, hit a couple of balls hard, uh, had that sack fly, uh, had a base hit. Hassan Kim is, you know, he's been solid. He's been productive for this team offensively and defensively. And Brandon Dixon, you know, he's hitting 227, but had another base hit here tonight. He was called into duty late because Trent Christian left. Uh, or was unavailable because of back spasm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there are some positives, and I want to see it carry over into tomorrow against Seattle and into Wednesday and then into the road trip. And, you know, you do this for a week, and we can have different conversations. I It's not reason to go, you know, do uh, handsprings, I don't think, at 28 and 32, but it's better than the alternative, which is losing a game like this, five to nothing. Um, Moises, thanks, ma'am. Appreciate it. Uh, no, you know, you know, there's no rest, man. I've spent 15 years working in baseball. I'm, I'm here for you guys. So get people in here. If you're on social media, get people in here tonight, if you wouldn't mind. I think people are probably expecting the show to be a little later than right now. We never start a show before nine o'clock Pacific. So if you don't mind pointing some people in the direction, whether you're here live or on replay, I uh, would appreciate it. Thank you, Briss. Seriously, really do appreciate that. Uh, T. Kelly, thank you. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, what else am I going to be doing, you know? I appreciate it, guys, Joseph and Kevin and uh, Omar and everyone that's here. Um, let's see. Just catching up. Yeah, exactly, Ben. That's exactly right. Now, he's actually traveling, I think, tonight. He's 
been away all weekend. He was at a wedding, family wedding. So it's, uh, it's actually excusable. Um, yeah, I think we should probably start with, um, Thomas, thank you for your membership with Blake Snell, who has kind of put a couple of things here together. Now, you know, you look at the overall numbers, he's still got an ERA over four. Um, you know, his start to the year wasn't what you would have expected. Maybe it isn't what you expected, but not when you when the Padres made the trade three years ago. But um, he's rounding into form, I guess, right? Consecutive six-inning outings where he has not allowed a run. Just his second win of the season. He gets no run support for whatever reason. Um, but he did earn a win here tonight, just his second of the season. Six innings, two hits. I mean, he's not allowing hits. He's showing off the stuff that at times he has shown us over parts of the last three years. I still would like to see the walks cut down, but, you know, it's kind of the pitcher that he is. I mean, he's going to throw a lot of pitches as he did early in this game. He didn't late to his credit. He struck out eight. He was really taking advantage of an extended strike zone from Phil Cuzzy, and that's why David Ross got tossed in this game. He was continually pounding that outside corner, even outside the outside corner, I think, to right-handed batters. Um and he was able to get away with it consistently in the first couple of innings, um, which worked to his advantage. So I thought he really pitched well. And then this bullpen's really good. I mean, I don't know if it gets near the credit it should um, or recognition. Stephen Wilson, hitless inning. Nick Martinez uh, got some good defense behind him. Tim Hill, a lot of hit, but struck out too. So three more scoreless innings from the bullpen, six innings from Blake Snell. I mean, you get six innings from Blake Snell, even if he's allowing a couple of runs, you got a good chance to win because – He's uh, not taxing your bullpen, and you know if he can give you six innings, we've had this conversation for three years. Um, you're going to be in, you're going to be in really good shape. You're going to be in really good shape. So, yeah, I think it starts with Blake Snell, um, and now he's starting to parlay it right into. It's not just one start. It's not every other start. It's more like two in every three, three in every four. Um, so, encouraging stuff. Definitely encouraging stuff for um, for Blake Snell here tonight. Going six innings, allowing just two hits walking three and striking out um, eight for the Padres. Um, let's see here as well. Uh, let me get back to some things I'd written down here in the rundown. I mean, the Gary Sanchez thing, um, you know, we can be critical, obviously, of A.J. Preller for um, roster construction and for the way this team has played. Um, first of all, this is ridiculously generous, crazy Raider Rad, and I'm about to get to it right now. That's ridiculously generous. Um, but you know, again, AJ Preller, the flyer and being able to secure Gary Sanchez, right. Through waivers, um, is significant. Now, will it be significant for the rest of the year? Um, who knows, but even for a week, I mean, they kind of needed something like this. They needed some offense. They've gotten it. They needed someone to kind of lead the way. And they've gotten production out from guys like Odor and Sanchez. And if you can just ride that out for a month, we'll see if it can finally get this team going because you know, the Machados and the Sotos and the Tatises and the Bogarts, you're, you're going to get the production. As this season goes, crazy right around. You didn't need to do that. Uh, seriously, seriously, clap emojis in the chat for crazy right around. Um, We've had very few of those over the years doing this, so you didn't need to do that. Seriously, really do appreciate your support um, of our channel. Um, you know, labor of love. So thank you. It says prayers. You really don't need to be here, but we do appreciate it. Now I do need to be here. So doing it for people like you um, and for Padres fans in general uh, that want to hang out here tonight and discuss a Padres 5 nothing win over the Cubs. So crazy Raider rat. I mean, dude, yeah, can we take a moment here and just get some clap emojis in the in the chat um, for crazy Raider rat, who is a member and a viewer and supporter and 
dude, that's that's dope. I think we had a few of those maybe in the postseason last year against the Dodgers. Shoot, against the Dodgers, who I don't even remember. We had some crazy nights against the Dodgers. In fact, I was away for game four of that series. I was in uh, – where the hell was I? Salt Lake? Not Salt Lake. Park City. Where I think we did a show to like three in the morning. Mountain time. <laughs> when the Padres beat the Dodgers in game four. Um, so, dude, you're the man. What else can I say? Thank you, seriously. Thank you. Really do appreciate it. Um, in fact, let me pull up some of these uh, – claps from people thanking crazy raider rad thanks guys even jim's thanking thanking you <laughs> yeah there we go cool very cool all right let me get back to these supers um and uh yeah crazy raider rad much appreciated wish i had a better way to thank you uh, HBVV, what's going on, man? Thank you for the uh, super chat as well. He says, let's keep Sanchez and give Nola the boot ASAP. I think that's eventually what's coming, by the way. I think he get Campusano back whenever that is. Um, and the only reason Nola's here is because of necessity. I mean, I guess the only reason Sanchez ended up here is because of necessity. But now that he's riding a hot hand, and I don't know if it's going to continue for the next four months or not, but there's reasons to believe that Sanchez can be getting the lion's share of playing time or time at catcher. And then once you get Campusano back, I think that's your battery. Or I think that's your, you know, platoon. Um, and those are your two catchers, Sanchez and, and Campusano, because you know, Santan Sullivan, you could have argued it should have been Nola. But, yeah, I mean, you're not getting any production out of Austin Nola, and you don't really need to. Um, well, you need a second catcher, obviously, because, you know, even primary catchers in baseball don't catch more than 70% of the time. So you need a secondary catcher. They need to upgrade over Austin Nola. And um, we'll see if they, when Campisano is available. Because I think when Campisano comes back, maybe he's got to prove something to the organization. But I think ultimately it's going to be Campisano and Sanchez. I mean, what's the, what's the long-term benefit of Nola? What's the short-term benefit of Nola? You know, I, re I really don't see um, a reason to stick with him other than because you are um, without other options. I think out of necessity you can stick with him. But, I mean... Sanchez is going to be a better option. Um, you know, even if he doesn't perform, I mean, he's going to hit over 140. I mean, obviously right now he's tearing the cover off the baseball, but he's not going to hit 100 and he's not going to, you know, have slug 100. So he's going to give you more production than that and ride his hot hand as long as you possibly can. And then see where you are at the trade deadline with Sanchez and Campisano or with Sanchez and Nola. And if Sanchez falls off a cliff or if Nola remains the player he has been, which is likely, or if Campisano isn't, you know, in form, um, because, you know, he's never really played meaningful games in the big leagues, if you think about it. So they might need to upgrade. Um, but for now, Sanchez gives them chances to get production out of that position, which is a big win because they haven't gotten a lot of production out of the position um, really for years and years and years, if you think about it. They just haven't. They just have not. Quan, thank you, man, for hanging out. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, 21 sellouts. I think the franchise record is 26. And that was last year, and it's June 5th. So 21 sellouts is a crazy number. I mean, they'll blow by that potentially this month or certainly by early early July, and they're going to hit, I mean, I don't know, do the math on it. They'll be in the 40s, right? Maybe 50 home sellouts. They're going to surpass 3 million at Petco for the first time ever. And the frustrating part of it is the way they've played at home this year. I think they're not 12 and 17 at Petco with the win which I think coming into today was the worst home record in the National League. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, not with 
the level of support the Padres fans have provided this team um, literally each and every game. I mean, it's a Monday night and it's 60 degrees and it's overcast with Marine layer. And I know it's against the Cubs and I know it's a giveaway, but there are a few teams in baseball that would have sold out a game in front of, you know, in a stadium that seats 43,000 people. I mean, you can count on one hand, the number of teams that would have sold out tonight. You can count on one hand. So Padres fans deserve credit for sticking with this team, despite this start 60 games in 28 and 32. And, you know, you got to have some faith here that it does turn and that they play better, if nothing else, that they play better at home. I mean, they've already proven they can compete on the road. I think they're a game over on the road if you include Mexico City. Um, yeah, that's right, because they're four under, but they're five under at home. So they're game over on the road. So you, you got to believe that it's some. There's no way, right? I mean, things would go terribly wrong if the Padres finish under 500 at home which means if they don't, well, they're going to make up some ground here at home. And you guess just got to believe they're going to get hot at home and they're going to find a way in a seven-game homestand to go 6-1. and one. You just have to believe that that's going to come. And I don't know when, but they got these two against Seattle. It'd be nice to start right now, get two, and finish off a 4-2 and two homestand. I think that would really go a long way. Um, considering when we forecasted out, like, how do you get to 17-10? and 10? We said 3-1 and one against the Cubs was part of that math. And they went 2-2. Two and two. So now go make it up. How do you make it up? We said 1-1 one and one against the Mariners. Go get two games at home against the Mariners. And then you're putting yourself in a position where all of a sudden you're only two games under 500 and you'd feel a lot better. You'd feel a lot better about where you sit. So that's the onus on the Padres um, over the next couple of days at Petco Park. Um, okay. Let's get back to the supers guys. If you're here, please subscribe. Seriously. If you're here, I do ask that you subscribe, smash the like button for me. Um, follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Thank you for support the super chats like Isaac, like crazy Raider rad with the, Super generous um, super chat here tonight. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. I will get to all of the supers here tonight. I'm going to tell you about Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor, in a moment as well. Also, if you want the Fernando Tatis Jr. Foco bobblehead, the link is pinned in the top of the chat. Would really appreciate it if you check out that product and all of their products. They've got so many great uh, items for the Padre fan in your life, especially with Father's Day right around the corner. Use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10, in all caps, WRAPUPSHOW10. You'll get 10% off your order. Isaac, thank you, man. He says, appreciate your hustle, Manny, heating up. Uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it's only a game and it's only been a couple of days since he's come back from that hand. But I'm wondering that the, the way I hope that it plays out is that the time he had off allowed him to heal some other ailments, back, knees, uh, hips, whatever. I mean, think about how hard he plays defensively. He plays essentially every single day. Um, and, nicks and bruises can stick with you over the course of a year when you're someone like Manny Machado that plays in the field every single day and doesn't take a lot of days off. So I'm hoping that a lot of that, a lot of those ailments kind of healed. And then the hand, I don't think is hundred percent. And I think that could zap a little bit of power from him, but he hit some balls hard tonight and had three hits overall. Manny Machado is the type of player that when he gets going, he can put together a three week stretch where he's as good as anyone in baseball. And he can go longer than that, but it's not surprising when you see Manny Machado with, you know, a trio of three hit games over six games or seven games. We've seen that. We saw it last year and he can do it with power as well. So um, it's encouraging that he took the time he needed to get healthy and then came out of it a little bit here today with the three hits. Again, am I going to overreact to it and say that Manny Machado has turned his season around? No, I don't think we can say that, but you know, it doesn't take a lot for Manny Machado. Um, you know, you, you put together 10 games and I'd feel great. If Manny Machado can hit for 10 games where, you know, he hits 380 and gets on base just for 10 games and hits for a little bit of power, like three home runs over 10 games. I would feel really good about 
um, where he is. And like we always say, as Machado goes, the Padres go. So that was the case tonight. Three hits, three runs. They scored five runs. They had nine hits. He had a third of their hits. He had 60% of the runs. And that's exactly what you want to see. Exactly what you want to see if you are a Padres fan. Um, let's see here. Quan says, I kind of like this outfield tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, you get the late scratch from Trent Grisham, and that allows Fernando Tatis Jr. to slide over center field for the first time this year. It's been a rarity in his career. He's been there a few times. Um, but I'm wondering if it's the future. I, I wonder if that's what we're going to start seeing. I really do. I just, you know, it's it's not as easy as saying that, you know what, just put Tatis in center and move Grisham Okay, if Grisham's in right and Tatis is in center, what have you really solved? You could argue that maybe Tatis has more of the upside. He's obviously the franchise player. You'd like to see him manning center field for the better part of the next decade. So you're thinking about your now and your future. Be strong, Grisham's not going to be your center fielder for the next decade. So, yeah, you could say it benefits you in the short term and the long term. And I think the real value of putting Tatis in center is if you can go get a corner outfitter that can hit, um, which they don't have right now. Clearly, and Brandon Dixon isn't that guy, and, and Trent Grisham isn't that guy. So can they upgrade at the deadline and have, you know, Tatis Soto and that third real outfielder? Because we talk about this lineup and the lack of depth, and it does show in the outfield where you got these cornerstones with Tatis and Soto. And if you could just add a veteran professional hitter around them that's capable of getting on base, you know, at 100 points higher than Trent Grisham or hitting 80 points higher than Trent Grisham, you know, as opposed to hitting 180, find a guy that can hit 260. Um, and he doesn't have to have the most power in the world because you have the Tatises and the Sotas in that outfield. But you'd like to add a little bit of power. You'd like to add some on base. Um, and I think it just makes Grisham expendable that Tatis is capable of, of playing center field. And I don't know what it's going to look like. Grisham might be the better center fielder today than Tatis. I thought Tatis froze um, early in the game on a, on a fly ball hit to him. Might have cost him a chance to make a play, but he's going to be really good out there. We know I'm, I have no concerns about Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he's their center fielder of the future. And if that's the case, I'm not opposed to him being the center fielder right now. Um, yeah, I saw this with Trent. He shaves the mustache and then he's out with the back spasms. Um, yeah, I, I know. I saw that, Tyler. I saw um, on social media, I think too much Morton's talked about his barrel rate. You know, and I'm fine with it, but I, I think there's, there's two sides to that conversation. I mean, the truth is since 2021, he hasn't hit and he doesn't get on base. Will he run into balls occasionally? Yes. Um, will he surprise you? Yes. But will he consistently put anything together? No. I mean, if you look at like his last, I don't even know how many games, guys, 200 plus games and how many plate appearances is that? His last 1,000 plate appearances, he just he hasn't produced. Yeah, he's hit some balls hard, I guess, this year. And I'm happy to hear that he sees more pitches than than others. But the Padres don't have a problem with that. This lineup is littered with guys that should see pitches like Soto and Machado and Coronaworth. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying completely quit on him. I'm not opposed to him getting right somewhere, whether that's AAA or, you know, it's just we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for the consistency, and it just hasn't come for two years. And, like, you're trying to win a World Series, and I just don't know if he's a regular on a World Series winning team. I think he might be a bench piece on a World Series winning team. I think he's a great defensive replacement. I think he's he's good pop off the bench, but – Every day when he's given all these opportunities and he hasn't come through consistently, and you could say he's unlucky this year, but I could also tell you that he's been unlucky for the last two years. Has he been unlucky for the last three years? Um, that seems maybe a little aggressive for me. All right, let me get to this from Alex. Alex, thanks, man. Very generous. Thank you guys for hanging out. 
Um, just click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to contribute. He says, uh, thanks for everything you do, John. Hoping for the best for your pops. KTF. Should I know what that means? Can someone put in the chat? What does that mean? I'm an idiot. I'm not good with that. Uh, let's see. I'll keep the faith. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I shouldn't know. It's been a lot. Dude, I haven't even... I, I should tell everyone about my last 24 hours as Alex just brings this up. And thanks, Alex. First of all, I'm in like a two-bedroom suite. You know, like who the hell knows? Like Hampton Inns or whatever this is. My brother's in the other room, so I'm trying not to be too loud. Um, but I took a red eye. I mean, my, my dad's not well. Um, and he's having surgery tomorrow. Um, but everything should be fine. But we just wanted to be here. But, um, you know, I took a red eye. What day is today? I took a red eye Sunday night from San Diego to Fort Lauderdale. Didn't sleep a lick. I thought I might sleep a little bit, but I'm not the greatest sleeper on the plane. And then I haven't slept. <laughs> so it's like, I, I mean, I've slept for like five minutes here, or like 10 minutes there, but it's like, I don't even remember the last time I slept. I'm like completely on like adrenaline and like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Um, but thanks, Alex. And I appreciate that. I really do appreciate the, uh, the thoughts and the prayers. So thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, ben, thank you, man. Uh, for the super, he says, uh, it's time to move on from Grisham. We've been down that road. Tatis to center, pick up a right fielder before the deadline. Can even use Grish to get that right fielder. That That's the thing. It's like fortune favors the, the bold. It's like I, I think that they're going to have to get a little creative here. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Trunk Grisham experiment has played out over four seasons. I'm not saying it's a complete waste. I don't think he's a completely unproductive player. I, I don't. Um... But I do believe that they could do better. And I think they're a little too reliant on his gold glove caliber defense, which is great. And I think it's beneficial. But I think I'd rather give up a little defense to, to get a, a good amount more on offense, especially with this team that has not clicked offensively collectively. I think on the road they have a little bit, but at home they really – the more offense, the better. The more cohesiveness, the better. And you know what? If someone makes a, a misstep in the outfield – you kind of live with it. I mean, baseball today is more about offense than it is about defense. The way I look at it, of course, you love players like Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. defensively as well. But I mean, sacrificing some defense for some offense for some more offense, I think is a win. Um, so I don't know what kind of value he would have. I think maybe a little bit, but you know, maybe he can be packaged with another player where you can get some upgrades. Um, I don't know how easy it's going to be for for Preller to upgrade in the outfield this deadline. Um, I don't know what his motivations are going to be. I don't know who he can move within his system. I don't know what the team's record is going to be, right? All these things are factors heading into the trade deadline. There's so much time. There's eight weeks. So it's something to consider. I think there's a lot of things they'll consider based on how this team plays. You know, they start playing better. It provides more opportunities maybe to really strengthen. Um, they continue to play the way they have. I think they have some question marks about, you know, how much are they buying and are there any pieces that they could sell off minor pieces? 
nothing of significance. And then, of course, if they went completely in the tank and fell 15 under, nobody envisions it. I hope it doesn't happen. Um, then you have to have real questions about real pieces on this team and what it's going to take to um, put yourself in a position to win in 2024. Because I don't know if you just say, hey, let's run it back. We've been bad for, you know, 90, 100 games, but we think we're going to be good next year. I, I don't know if that's realistic um, or not. So thank you again, Ben. Uh, Sam, thanks, man, for the super chat. Really appreciate you guys hanging out here tonight. Uh, wrap up show, please subscribe. Uh, please let people know we're here and come hang out as the Padres beat the Cubs 5 nothing tonight down at Petco. And appreciate the supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. He says, uh, we should go get Tapia. They got DFA'd. Prayers for dad. I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I saw that. Which Tapia was DFA'd? Um, was it the Red Sox? DFA'd him? I didn't realize he's only 29. Um, I'm just looking up his numbers right now. 39 games with Boston, 97 plate appearances, 264, 333, 368 with a homer. So, you know, he, he's, he can get on base a little bit. Obviously, he's not going to really provide you with any power. But again, a guy that gets on base, outfield versatility, contact hitter, good speed. Um, you know, I think he's probably more of a fourth outfielder right now as opposed to a third outfielder. On the Padres, maybe he's a third outfielder. I think on a, a team that's more well-rounded than the Padres, he's probably a fourth outfielder. But I like that idea, Sam. I do. I like that idea a lot. I think it's – this is the creativity I'm talking about. Again, you take flyers, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Sanchez, flyer, is like, you know, he's like the best player on the team. You know, Dor, flyer, he's like the best player on the team. So there's a couple things that have worked out for Preller and a couple things that haven't. Gus is a good point. Gus, thanks for hanging. Um, it doesn't happen often. It really doesn't. Um, but they got early offense tonight. Um, and Sanchez has been that guy. He's, you know, with with the slug. And they haven't been the greatest slugging team, especially at home, but they did on the road. But you get an early home run and a multiple run home run, not a solo home run. And it loosens everything up. And, and they could have easily scored more than five runs. I know I've said that a lot this year. Two for seven, risk. Left on seven, the Carpenter ball that was a deep fly out literally to the wall in center that would have been their first grand slam of the season or even potentially a double, bases clearing double. So, you know, I feel pretty good about the offense tonight with the nine hits, with the Carpenter ball, um, where I feel like you play this game ten times, they're going to score more than five runs, probably eight of them. So I feel pretty good about the offense here tonight. We'll see what it looks like again. Before I get overly carried away with it, I need to see it again. I need five more runs tomorrow. I need to see five more runs tomorrow for the Padres. Um, but Gus, thank you. Says so interesting to see what happens when Snell gets run support. You're right. I mean, pitchers, I mean, he can't support his own cause. National League Baseball has changed. You can't even support your own cause. So you don't get offense. I don't know why he doesn't get offense. But you don't get offense. You can't put it solely on the starting pitcher. I mean, that's not reasonable. Um, so, Gus, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, let me see here. Because I feel like I might have – let me make sure I'm – all right, I'm going to get to all these supers here in a moment. While I have a moment, though, um, I do want to remind our viewers about our longtime partner here on the wrap-up show, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance. As you know, um, Mark has been with us literally since day one. Um, we can't do this channel without you guys here right now, live or on replay, and we can't do it without Mark. Um, so if you're a San Diegan, if you are a Padres fan, uh, if you're anything like me and you reside in Southern California and you have any insurance need, call Mark because I did that and that's how we got him involved in the channel. I think initially I was, I don't even know how it came about, but I think I was looking for a homeowner's insurance policy and he saved me money. And then I was looking for an earthquake insurance policy 
Um, and he saved me money. And then more recently, within the last year, I was looking for a life insurance policy with uh, you know a wife and a four-year-old. And he saved me money there. So if you have any insurance needs, renewals or new policies, please contact Mark. And you can get to his web- website by clicking the link in the description down below. You can get a free quote online, auto home, business life, condo renters, more. A great, great insurance agent with great service and communication. I'm not good with that stuff. Mark makes it super, super easy. And he's just so good with it. So you can just give him a call up and say, hey, Mark, I don't know the first thing about homeowners or earthquake. Can you help me out? And he'll have stuff for you within like minutes and he'll take care of you. And he could save you $750 or more. And he'll talk to you about the Padres as well. So he's a great insurance agent. He really is. I've been with him now for multiple years. He's been a supporter of this channel for multiple years. So if you've been with us and you support this channel, please support our partner, Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor here on the wrap up show. All right. As you make your way in, please subscribe. Smash the like button for me. Follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. And thank you for the super chats by clicking the dollar sign below the chat box. Thank you for the supers by clicking join. Uh, let me get back to this here. Uh, ben, thank you again for the super. He says, I think a team will take a chance on him thinking they can fix him and seeing the upside of his gold glove. Um, we're talking obviously about Grisham. Yeah, I, I think there probably are suitors. I just don't know the value. Uh, I'm with you. I think a team will take a chance on him. He's still in his 20s. He has shown the ability to hit and hit for power previously, although it's been a while since he's done it consistently. And his glove does play. Um, You know, I think he's a brilliant fourth outfielder. I think he's a great defensive replacement. I think he's a nice bench piece. For him to be a, in my opinion, a true regular on a, you know, championship series or World Series caliber team, the offense has to improve. I mean, we can't just say he's barreled the ball you know, relatively consistently, but he's still hit whatever for three straight years and say, that's good enough. He's got to find a way to get on base to a better, at a better rate than he's done so far this year. And I think, I think most of us agree with that. Uh, Zachary, thank you for your super chat. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, He says, uh, once we get to 500, hope is restored being the even. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it feels close. The thing is when you're like three, four under, you're like, man, we're right there, but you're also, it's like, walking in quicksand a little bit. So, you know, you win one, you lose one. That's been this Padres team. They have not been a team to win three straight. They've done it one or two times all year, and then they'll give it back. So we haven't seen this team win five straight since last year, and we haven't seen them win more than five straight since 2021. So you're four under right now, and it feels very reachable. But let's say you split against, you know, um, Seattle. In two more days pass, you're still four under. So you got to get two out of three consistently. Like if they get two out of three, look at it this way. It's not like it works this way, but if they had four three-game series coming up, which they don't, but just hear me out, and they went eight and four in those 12 games, and they won four straight series, two games to one, they would only be at 500. So if they went four straight series, two games to one, they would be 36 and 36, which you take, I think, but you'd also be approaching the halfway point, 72 games in. And it takes work. That's a 12-game stretch of playing pretty good baseball going eight and four. And that, quote-unquote, only gets you to 500. So they'll either need to be steady like that, where they're consistently winning series, or go on one long run, 10 and two, 13 and four, and just do it all in one fell swoop and do it in two weeks. So it'll be interesting. They're going to do it. I, I, I'm confident enough to believe that they're going to do it. You know, I don't know if they're going to go from – five under to 10 over, but I, I, I have confidence that they're going to find their way over hopefully sooner rather than later. And again, the schedule sets up nicely in June for them to at least um, have some chances to make that run is what I would say, Zachary. Uh, Jake, thank you, man. 
Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. Um, he says he's uh, 18 minutes behind. Yeah, I started early. I'm out east, uh, Jake. So thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. I really do appreciate that, Jake. You've been awesome to this channel for a long, long time. So thank you, man. I really do appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Um, let me get to, and thank you again, Jake. Let me get to Matt, uh, who says, uh, hopefully the aisle stint has fully healed Machado's back since it seemed that was his problem early on. See, that's what I'm thinking, Matt. And thank you for your membership in the and the super that that's the part where I think we said it when he went on the IL and like lose a battle, win a war in a 162 season. And we should talk about that with Bogarts too, by the way, it's like, you want these players so badly, but you also have to recognize that Machado at hundred percent is like as good of a player as there is in baseball. And I don't want to see the 70% version when that prevents you from seeing the 100% version. And yeah, maybe it costs you in the short term, but if you get some type of 60 game run out of Manny Machado, where he's a top three player in baseball, he can carry you to the postseason. And he can be the reason why you go 40 and 20 over 60 games because he's red hot and hits 335 and does it with power and hits 16 home runs over 60 games or something like that. I'm just making it up. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. And now I think we still got to get that hand probably fully right. And I still think he has to work on things probably mechanically because it just hasn't worked for whatever. And I think health is part of it. But I think another part of it, he just hasn't been the same player um, offensively than he was a year ago. So Chance to get, you know, fresh start, chance to heal up, not necessarily the hand as of yet. Sometimes with the hand too, it might take a little while, while to get some of that power back. Hopefully not that long. It's been a few weeks now. It wasn't a wrist. I think a hand might be better than a wrist. It was hairline. It wasn't some complete shattering of the hand. So I'm, I'm confident that his power will come back soon and he will find some of that consistency that he had um, in 2022. He's, you know, sorely they need it. I mean, surely they need it. They really do. They really do. Um, let's see here. I'm just trying to catch up in the chat. Yeah, Hassan Kim, I mean, just in general, I mean, making plays defensively, getting on base. A 742 OPS is a nice little number. His OPS has gone up all three of his years in the big leagues. Um, his value is real with what he does defensively. I mean, you look at his war numbers, um, you know, baseball reference, fan graphs, and it's it's real. I mean, his his value is real. Um, is he the greatest you know power hitting shortstop in baseball? No, but you don't necessarily need it. Again, you can't rely on Hassan Kim to do your heavy lifting when you have four or five guys that are capable of doing the heavy lifting. But he's done some of the lifting. He really has. I mean, he hasn't been a liability. Uh, he's been he's been productive. He's been productive, and he proved it again here tonight. And again, defensively, he's making plays like what are you doing? Diving for balls? That I don't even know. He. He, he's he's making plays that few players are making, and he plays multiple positions right now. They, they, they're able to put him in at multiple spots, so he he really does have a lot of value. Um, although it doesn't always, you don't always see it. You don't always see it, but he's such a sure thing defensively, and he's and he's getting on base. So um, it's really good to see. It really is. Um, all right, let's see here, guys. Um, a couple of things I want to roll through. Um, did want to tell you about our partners over at Aura. Talk, told you about Mark Nimitz. Um, if you support the channel, please check out Aura as well. Ora.organic. Free shipping on U.S. subscription orders over $50. Just click the link in the um, chat box down below or the link, excuse me, in the description down below. If you're watching right now on YouTube, this is a great company. Their co-founder, Will, has been a huge supporter of this channel. He's such a big Padres fan. Uh, we interact all the time like we do with Mark Nimitz, and he's Got a great company because they got plant-based uh, products. All of their products are nutritional, plant-based products, whether it's 
a probiotic that I take every single day. And now my wife takes every single day for digestion and heart health and mental clarity. And they've got the pre-workout supplements that we take. They have the proteins for after workouts, which Jim has been taking for over a year. Look at Jim. Isn't he so buff right now? They have, um, what else? Omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take the plant-based omega-3 oil. If you're looking for those values that you get from a fish oil, you can get it from the omega-3 oil. They have sleep pills and immunity pills and products for everyone, whether it's yourself, your family, um, your friends. If you're looking to get healthier, please check them out. ORA.organic, free shipping on subscriptions over $50, or click the link in the description down below. ORA.organic. If you support our channel, please support our local partners, including our friends over at Aura. Uh, let's see here, guys. Yeah, I think we should mention this. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I talked about it a good amount today on the radio. Uh, if we did a wrap-up show yesterday, and if I wasn't traveling through the night, I would have spent an hour on this. Um, and if it was me and Jim, we probably spent an hour and 20 minutes or something on this. Um, you know, I think I, I said today that it's somewhere between a level of frustration for Soto and a level of dysfunction for the organization for a player of his caliber to say um, what he said. I give him credit for saying it. I thought it was very honest and very real. Um, if you missed what he said, let me pull it up. Essentially, um, when asked about the inconsistencies and in one day nine runs and one day one run, um, it was asked by Kevin Ace. He said, I don't think I'm the guy to respond to that question. I think we have those guys down there. They know better than me. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. And that led to all kinds of speculation. Um, I think we have those guys down there. Was he talking about his teammates? I personally don't believe that. I don't think you call your teammates. And I've listened and watched Juan Soto for the last year, and I don't think that's how he refers to his teammates in that like manner. Again, it's not his primary language. It's his secondary language. Um, so maybe some of it can be lost a little bit. Um, but I thought he was more talking about the messaging that they're receiving. And I'm not saying from a Bob Melvin, and I'm not saying for one specific hitting coach either, but it's something where, you know, whether it's um, how the information is going to relate from the coaching staff or the front office to the players and, and for whatever reason, why it hasn't come together as quickly as it should. I think that's more what he's talking about because he went on to say in that quote um, that Marty Caswell had on her YouTube page, he went on to say in that quote is that we have great players. So why would you say we have a great – I think he either said we have great players or a great team. Why would you say you have a great team or great players if you, in the same breath, said, I think we have those guys down there that should be answering that question? You wouldn't say that. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't go hand in hand. So I think he's being very complimentary of his teammates, saying, hey, listen, we have the people in place, but you need to give us the information to allow us to be successful. You need to put us in a situation where we can be successful. By the way, Soto, again, today struggled. He struggled here. Again, I think three for his last 24 maybe. Still an OPS sitting around 900. So he, he's been productive. Not as hot as he was, um, you know, seven days ago. But, you know, on the whole, he's been productive with an OPS near 900. As good of an offensive player as they've had this year. And, you know, they're frustrated. I think they should be. I mean, they, they have everything they need. They got the fan support. They got the commitment from the ownership. They have stars everywhere. Um, and they're just not producing. And we can't blame all that on Austin Nola and Trent Grisham. Um, some of that has to fall on Manny Machado and Juan Soto and Xander Bogarts and, and Fernando Tatis Jr. And, um, you know, they've played 60 games, which means 102 remain. And I think they should be frustrated. Maybe that will be what motivates them to get this thing going. I don't know why it's taken this long. It's taken way too long. 
but not all hope is lost at 28 and 32 with three wild cards. You know, I mean, has it been the start that no one was hoping for? No, it hasn't. But is all hope lost? No, absolutely not. Faye, what's going on? Thanks for stopping by to say hi. She was at the game tonight. Lost my voice as per usual. You're losing your voice on a Monday night game, Faye? I like it. The five runs is like franchise record, it feels like, for Petco Park, at least recently. So, um, Glad you're able to make it, Faye. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Do appreciate that, as always. Uh, let's see. What else, guys? Bogarts. See, I'm going to argue right now. Um, and again, if you're here, please subscribe. And if you're here, please consider um, the Super Chats. We do appreciate it. As you know, we interact with all the Supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um I'll make the following case with Bogarts. I don't see it different than Manny. Yeah, I get it. They're different injuries, but Manny wasn't producing. And then Manny couldn't play through an injury because he literally broke his hand. And eventually he had to say, you know what? I got to just shut down. I can't do this. Now, Bogarts has tried to fight through this. He had some interesting quotes pregame where he essentially said, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm doing the best of my ability, but I'm not playing up to my ability because I'm hurt because I have this risk, but I don't want to miss considerable, considerable time. And there's no real short-term options. They did the cortisone months ago. They can't do it again. Surgery apparently is an option, which is a good thing. Surgery would, would not be what I'm advocating for. What I am advocating for is put him on the 10 day IL and get this wrist at least healthier. He's wincing when he swings and makes contact at times. He's hitting sub 200 in his last 27 games with no power. So he's clearly not right. And he's telling the media today he's trying to get in there tomorrow. Take a week. They have enough to overcome not having Xander Bogarts for a week. And then hopefully on the other side of it, he gets it healthy enough where he can contribute in a better way for the final 90 games of the year or whatever, the final half of the year. Because I'd rather see Bogarts like Machado, close to 100%, helping this team win, than laboring and battling and fighting for the entirety of the season and not performing to their ability. So it's not ideal. I mean, you haven't had the big four in the lineup at all. You didn't have Tatis for 20. You didn't have Machado for two weeks. You've been without Bogarts for the last two games. Um, so, you, you know, you haven't had the full health you were hoping for, would be my guess. But with all that being said, get these guys healthy. Machado, hopefully fully healthy sooner rather than later. Bogarts, I don't know if he's going to get fully healthy or not. I think it's at least, you know, realistic to think that if you rest it, he can get closer to healthy. It's not something that can be fixed via surgery. Um, eventually, maybe you can get another cortisone in it, but you're going to wait that off, it sounds like, until closer to the All-Star break. So give him some rest. A few weeks after that, give him cortisone, and then see if you can, you know, ride out a level of health um, and avoid the injury bug with that rest. I just think it gives him a better chance of, of keeping Bogarts on the field and, and making Bogart someone that's capable of helping this team. Cause he's just, he hasn't really been helping over the last month is the way I look at it. I'm with you, James 10 day IL. You can retroactive it to uh, retroactive. The thing back two days, that's only eight more days. And I think they have an off day or two in there. I mean, you're only talking about eight total games, you know, and if he needs wrist surgery during the off season, I'm not saying do that right now. If that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense. If you can rest it, if you can do cortisone, then do that. If it eventually needs a surgery, then you get the surgery. Um, I'm not saying shut the guy down for the year because he's hit 200 over his last 27 games, but I am saying consider putting him in a position where he can get healthy. And I don't know if playing every day is allowing him to do that. 
you know, I really don't. Um, also, it's it's the first half of the first year of an 11-year deal. You really want to play games here with Xander Bogarts? You really want to put this wrist in a spot that is worse than it is right now? Or do you want to be smart? Because it's a slow and steady wins the race, both with 2023 and with his career as a Padre. You don't want to do something that's going to set him back beyond 2023. That's for sure. You don't want to put him in a position where this is um, recurring, right? You really don't. You really don't. And that, that's a concern of mine. I mean, the way he started to the way he's playing right now, he's not the same player. Why? Because of his wrist. Everyone can see that. If that's the case, someone's got to step in and take control of the situation. I'm sure the player wants to play. Sorry. You know, and it's, yeah, it happened after he got hit. He had the wrist thing in spring. They gave him cortisone. He was good. He got hit, and he hasn't been the same ever since. Makes sense, doesn't it? Um, and I agree, Leon. He is good when he's healthy. He was a very capable player. I think his defense has been really good. He was getting on base a ton to start the year. Um, and he hasn't gotten on base as much since May. And he hasn't been the contributor that they need him to be. And he would tell you that. Um, and he's frustrated. He said today, he's like, it's, it's really frustrating. Well, if he's frustrated, then, I mean, they should come up with a plan to get him healthy as opposed to just navigate through it. That's how I look at it. I don't know. Maybe you guys agree. Maybe you guys disagree. Um, all right. While we have a moment, trying to run through some things. It's kind of late here on the East Coast. Please make sure to support our partners, including our friends at Underdog Fantasy. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. This is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. They have drafts going on right now in every single sport, including in the NFL, where you can win up to $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. And you can play other NFL drafts where you can win up to a million dollars in prizes. Those are underway right now. They have MLB drafts going on right now. And then the pickums that we tell you about literally each and every night. So easy, so fun. Um, you can involve, obviously, the NBA finals. You can cross sports, Major League Baseball, NBA, tennis, NHL, whatever it is. Um, but I'll show you how easy it is. You just go to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. And you pick higher or lower in the pickums, And you get two right. And you win three times your money and you get five right and you win 20 times your money. So let's find tomorrow. Um, let's let's do a Padres play. Let's say Soto breaks out. He's struggled, I think, three for his last 24. Let's say they contain Julio Rodriguez. And then let's go higher with Otani. You get those three right and 20 bucks turns into 120 bucks. You can insure it and you can still win 60 bucks. And you can still get one wrong, and you can still win. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Go there right now. Underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app to get that 100% deposit match. Uh, let me get to this uh, super from Juan Soto Walks. Juan Soto Walks, thank you for hanging out. Uh, he says zero or one runs for us next game. Pray, prayers for dad. Uh, thank you, Juan Soto Walk. So let's see the pitching matchup for tomorrow, um, which will be a night game before a day game Wednesday, I believe. So 6.40 is the start time tomorrow for game one of this two-game series between the Padres and the Mariners. Logan Gilbert will be on the mound. 
the um, six six righty. He's had nice numbers. ERA is a little elevated, four oh eight, but his WHIP is really good, 0.98, 73 strikeouts in sixty four innings. Career numbers are good. I mean, this is a this is you know a real assignment, a real assignment tomorrow. I would say against Logan Gilbert and then Joe Musgrove, who's turned it on here recently for the Padres. So by by any means. Doesn't mean you have to score six runs tomorrow. I was asking for five. Now that's Logan Gilbert. Maybe I take four. Win this game. Whether it's four, three, five, nothing, one, nothing, ten, nine. Win this game tomorrow. Build off tonight because they've been so helter skelter where they can win a game, they look good, and then they look terrible the next day. Enough of that. Enough of that. Um, so hopefully they're able to pick up what would be, you know, a good win at home against Gilbert. Um, and then let's see, they'll get Michael Walk on the mound for that series finale on Wednesday. So Musgrove into Waka coming off Snell's good outing opposite George Kirby, who's been good, really good. One whip, 3.04 ERA, five and four record. So not a pushover. Um, Padres have seen some good starting pitching here recently. I thought the Cubs starting pitching was pretty good in this series. Um, the Cubs haven't been good as a team. Something like, what are they, uh, 12 and 23 since the Padres series at Wrigley, something like that. But I thought their starting pitching was good enough. And to the Padres' credit, at least in two of these four games, they found a way to do something on on offense. Um, Chad, what's going on, man? Thanks for hanging out. It, yeah, it had. I mean, we were Friday night, and then Saturday, you know, we never do. And then yesterday, I, I took a red eye out east because I'm visiting my dad. Um, he's having an unexpected surgery tomorrow. So it has kind of been tomorrow. We'll be back throughout the week. We'll be here. I think Jim is going to cover tomorrow night. Um and be listening on the radio. We got you covered, John and Jim, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Wrap-up show tomorrow night. Please subscribe. Um, and we got you covered throughout the course of the uh, next couple of days here on John and Jim and the wrap-up show. Um, yeah, I mean, can we, you know, are we asking for that much to make it five straight? Are we asking for that much? Four straight, you know, seven of eight. Uh, you know, it seems realistic. It really does. It seems realistic. It seems like when you watch the Snells and the Musgroves and the Darvishes and you couple it with some of these offensive pieces, even the Odors and the Sanchez's, it feels like they are in a spot where like Bob Melvin said yesterday, and it's, he's like a broken record. It's like, you know, it feels like we're, we're turning the corner and then we don't like we have a good game and then we don't. And like, we believe we're going to turn the corner, but for whatever reason, it hasn't, it hasn't turned yet. So that's what you got to believe after a game like this. Can they parlay it into two? Can they turn it into three? And hopefully, because then, Let's see, from there, Thursday off, and then in Denver to take on a bad Rockies team. I mean, this is the time to jockey for position. This is the time to go 5-1 and one over a six-game period or go 17-10 and 10 in June or even better. See if they can do it. Um, but so far in June, they are 3-2. and two. Um, Road win in Miami and then 2-2 two and two against the Cubs. So they have some ground to make up at 28 and, uh, and 32 overall. Thank you, Faye. Yourself as well. Yes, that's right. We both celebrate the same birthday, June 8th, um, which is a Padres off day. So um, enjoy, Fabes. You probably won't be hanging out in the chat on Thursday. So happy early birthday. And uh, yeah, hard to believe, man. Didn't we just have, didn't we just do this? It gets quicker and quicker. It gets quicker and quicker. Um, and I'm with you, Leon. He is. He's the engine. And unfortunately, um, that might be a reason why they're 28 and 32 because he hasn't provided enough to this point. But today, again, we'll find out. It's hard to go all in and get overly excited after one game, but I will get more and more excited the more they do this. They can make it two in a row, three in a row. 
four to five, et cetera. Um, all right, guys, before I go, um, mentioned it earlier. I also have to have, by the way, I'm supposed to get a root canal today, but I had to travel to Florida. <laughs> I'm a mess. I am a complete mess. Um, I mentioned it earlier. If you're looking for this bobblehead, I think it's still available. It is. Okay, it is not sold out. The Fernando Tatis Jr. Padres big head bubble, bobblehead. Bobblehead. I clicked the link um, in the, or excuse me, click the link that's pinned in the top of the chat and use promo code wrap up show one zero in all caps wrap up show one zero and you will get 10% off this item and 10% off your entire order. So the link is pinned in the top of the chat in the live chat. Um, our friends at FOCO have some great products for you. Bobbleheads, merchandise, gear for spring and summer, swim gear, stuff for father's day. Click that link. It is pinned again in the top, top of the chat. Use promo code wrap up show 10 wrap up show 10 in all caps and you will get 10% off your entire order. I'll put the link in the live chat right now as well. Um, all right, guys. Covered as much as we could. Um, we will be back tomorrow, 3 o'clock. John and Jim, San Diego Sports 760. We'll get you ready for game one of that Mariner series, Better Cup, coming to San Diego. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow night for another wrap-up show right here on YouTube. Really appreciate you guys hanging out tonight. Really do. Um and we will do it again, again tomorrow. And we'll see if the Padres can get back closer to 500 and make, again, it's been one step forward, one step back. One good overall performance, one game where they score one run and look lifeless on offense and allow five early runs like Ryan Weathers did. So sooner or later, you got to believe that they're capable of playing the good baseball we've seen as opposed to the bad baseball we've seen. Um, so we'll see. 60 games in, 28. And – 32. Um, I'm glad I'm able to do that, Ryan. Seriously. <laughs> That's cool. Um, appreciate it, Chad. Appreciate it, Jim. Appreciate that as well. Yeah, better go tomorrow night. We're not asking for much, right? Make it two in a row. Thank you, Charlie. Really appreciate it. Really do. Um, all right, guys. Um, final time. Please subscribe. Uh, please smash the like button for us as well. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz. Click the link down below if you have insurance needs. He's our title sponsor, Aura, ORA.organic. Uh, Plant-based nutritional products, click the link down below or go to ORA.organic. Use promo code PODSWRAP if you want the 100% deposit match up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com. That's promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Or click the link pinned in the chat if you want to pick up that Fernando Tatis Jr. big head bobblehead. Get 10% off by using WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps. All right, guys, Padres win it over the Cubs 5 nothing. This has been the wrap-up show. Thanks. Get some rest. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.